Hi everyone and welcome to my first ever live sauntering podcast and today I'm sitting in a school in a city in Ukraine with an amazing guy that I've met here. He's from Romania but I'll let him tell you all about that Um, but I've met him here in Ukraine as we're working to build up a camp to help um, refugees fleeing from the war to come and find a place of safety still within the borders of their own country. So Vlad, so good to know you, buddy. We've known each other for just a few days, but I feel like I've known you a long, long time. And right from the beginning, I felt this great connection in the spirit with you. Just tell us a bit about yourself. How old are you? Where are you from? And so on, stuff like that. Peace be with you. Good evening. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm from Romania. My name is Vlad Potra, uh, and I, uh, I'm from Romania, from a town uh, called uh, Timisoara. Timisoara, and uh, yeah, to be honest, it's such an honor to 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 know you, Paul. And uh, what can I say? My life start like uh, I was. A, I, I'm a Christian before. Back in the day, I wasn't a Christian. I was like, I was living my life like in the pleasures of the life, like mm-hmm. just drinking every day, like since 1999, uh, having drugs since 2007. I used to hate alcohol because my father was an alcoholic and he used to beat us up all the time like, wow. for like 13 years. Yeah. So I used to hate alcohol because I, I, I've seen what, what alcohol did to my father. Mm. So he used to beat me and my mother and my brother as well. And uh, I was, I was mentally ill since I was like five years old. Yeah. I was like, I remember when I was like maybe seven years old, I was just praying. I don't know if I was praying to Jesus. I used to know Jesus because my grandmother used to, uh, me and my bro- uh, and me and my brother used to, we used to, she taught us how to pray. Wow, so cool! So, so it was your grandmother? Yeah, my grandmother. Yeah, she was praying every day since I know her. But your dad was an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. My he was beating was, you. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah. He was, he was verbal of abusing me. He used to mm-hmm. tell me that I'm not going to be no one in my life. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I was like, uh, I remember I was just crying. I was just crying. I used to I tell to myself, I was like, Do you know what? You can beat me. It's much better if you're going to beat me. It's, but don't talk to me like this, you know, wow. especially when you yeah. are my father, you know. So your heart was kind yeah, of like, yeah. I can't, I don't want to hear those words. I'd rather be beaten. I'd rather be beaten, yeah. Wow. So I, I end up, I was seven, eight years old, and I was just praying. Uh, <clears throat> like I said, I don't know if I was praying to Jesus um, to grow up so I can beat my father. Wow, so, yeah, yeah, I've heard that story before yeah. from different guys. Yeah. yeah and uh, when, I go, when I grow up, I was beating him. Yeah. Wow. Me and my brother as well used to beat him up, yeah. Wow. But to be honest, uh, to be honest, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you all the time. I was thinking I'm going to feel like much better. When I, but I was feeling more worse. Worse. Yeah. Wow. So even getting revenge didn't make you feel better, didn't heal you, no. just made, just plunged you deeper into the hole. Yeah. Yes. Indeed. So, Vlad, you told me that you had some time in England because you speak beautiful English. And tell us a little bit about your time in England. Yeah, so I, uh, I I I came in 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 England. It was two thousand and fourteen. 
Yeah, so I came in, in, in England because I, to be honest, like in, in Romania, I used to have some big problems with alcohol and drugs mm-hmm. and casinos. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to go to a different place. I'm going to start. Have a fresh, fresh start. Yeah, exactly. Different, yeah, different country, different Vlad. Yeah, definitely. I saw, I found, I found a job. They, they, they have accommodation as well. I was working for Papa John's. So you were a chef, is that right? Uh, when I when I arrived in London, in the UK, I used to live in Salisbury. Um, mm-hmm. That's very near where we yeah, live. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was I start uh, in Papa John's. Okay. I start from like marketing and mm-hmm. everything. I I start uh, like doing uh, boarding and uh, marketing uh, because it's like Papa John's days. Mm-hmm. And slowly, slowly, I end up like a ship manager and after a GM. Wow. I, yeah. So you did good. Yeah, I did. I did well. I was really working like so you, 16 hours every day. You had a different life, but were you a different you or was you, were you still um, the same you underneath? To be honest, uh, again, of course, I started drugs, alcohol. So, yeah, I thought if I'm going to, uh, if I'm going to change the country, it's going to be, I was, so basically, I was just running mm-hmm. every day, just running. But to be honest, uh, now uh, if I'm gonna tell you, it's like I was wearing a mask. Wow! So where I was just uh, to be honest, uh, since uh, since I met Jesus, mm. I always used to have like voices in my head mm-hmm. telling me you're not good, you're not good enough, throw yourself from a bridge or kill yourself or every day, every day. Mm. The same, the same, the same, the same. Wow. And I never, to tell to, I never used to tell to no one because I was like, it wasn't my type. I'm not that, I don't know. I used to always be like, maybe to look tough or... Sure. Yeah. Wow. So you were now working in a quite responsible job. Yeah. And you went on to do well as a chef, I believe. Yeah. So after like two years and a half, I, I finished with... Uh, I finished with uh, <coughs> with Papa John's. Mm-hmm. So after I started as a chef, I started as a commie chef, uh, as a commie chef, yeah. as a second chef, head chef. Yeah, I started from from the bottom. Yeah, wow. And yeah, and so you ended up cooking for someone famous. I used to work for 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 Jamie Oliver in Piccadilly in London. Mm. After I finished in Salisbury, I moved in. Um, in London. Yeah. So, yeah, wow. I started to work there. I used to work in Angus Steakhouse, in Chinatown, in uh, Mayfair, in uh, Novikov, Asian Japanese. Yeah. Praise the Lord, always. I used to, if, like, for example, if I didn't have any job, if I wanted to work in that restaurant, praise the Lord all the time. He said, come, give it a go, a couple of hours, trial shift, if you like. And they liked you. Yeah, all the time. Wow. All the time. Nice. Yeah. So, the how did things kind of take a slightly different turn and you ended up so honestly uh, I start you know when you, when you have like so many addictions like drugs casino uh, alcohol mm-hmm. even at the moment I was working in Chinatown in uh, Ikibans it's a Japanese restaurant mm-hmm. owned, owned by a Jewish guy and um, <clears throat> sorry and um, I was earning 11 pounds per hour. It was, I was earning 2,800 pounds per, 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 per month, mm-hmm. 66 hours per, per week. Working it hard. Was, oh, no, 
it was quite okay. It was. You nice. were okay with that. Yeah, it was. It was. It was perfect to be honest. And uh, after, you know, I used to have so many friends, like Portuguese friends, like uh, <clears throat> Portuguese, like uh, I, I, I got involved in uh, in uh, gangs activities, mm-hmm. like today with Portuguese in Finsbury Park, tomorrow in Piccadilly with Albanians. Uh, so every day was like different. And you were telling me you were a bit of a fighter. Yeah, I was fighting. I was, even if I didn't kill no one, like in, in that way, uh, in my, in my, in, in my heart, I could kill, I could kill anyone. So you thankfully you didn't actually kill anybody, yeah, but I, I, the, the anger inside you was strong. Yeah, I was, I was listening to a lot of drill music, like grime music. Mm-hmm. And every day I was like, someone used to tell me something. I was like thinking, man, I can, I can kill this guy. And, and I did so many things like, I'm, which I'm not happy at all. Sure. You don't have to go into that, but thank you for being honest with us. So then you ended up inside. Yeah. A I, British I, institution. Yeah. Yeah. I still like three years and four months. Yeah. I did only one year. And, but before that, I always used to have a problem with, with police. I was arrested in Germany in 2013. And I was in 2007, uh, almost arrested. I was in a, in a trial with, um, with prostitutions in Romania. Okay. So yeah, I always. So how did your life really significantly change? Because the man I'm talking to today is a completely different guy. Yeah, to, to honestly, it's like, uh, I remember it was 2019, uh, March, March, I guess so. And I was in Finsbury Park, smoking a spliff, mm-hmm. you know, smoking some, some hash. And I start, I start crying and I said, Lord, I had enough. I'm fed up of this life. Uh-huh. I just, it was the first time when I, because always I used to start from the beginning, the beginning, me, me, I said, mm-hmm. I can do it. I can do it. I, of course, all the time when I was doing bad things like sinning, mm-hmm. I always used to, but I couldn't stop it. And I knew in my heart that even when I used to have money and, and, and drugs, because every day I was like trying to, to quit. Mm-hmm. I, I was, uh, I was in that, in that stage that I, I was like trying to quit, but I couldn't quit. And mm-hmm. because like all day I used to say, starting from tomorrow, I'm not going to smoke. I'm not going to sniff. I'm not gonna so you were turning anymore. over a new leaf. Yeah. Kind of how uh, tomorrow yeah. is going to be different. Today, I used to say, like, for example, today I used to say, starting from tomorrow, no more drugs. Yeah. Every, so the following day, I used to say, no, 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 no. Another friend of mine used to come, Albanian guy, used to say, Vlad, uh, should you go and sniff one line? You mm-hmm. know, I was having to, like, he used to have, like, 200 grams of coke. Mm-hmm. So, and I used to say, yes. And I used to cry to the Lord. I said, Lord, all day I said, no, 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 right. no. And suddenly when this guy came, you want to come? Yeah. So yeah. I was like, what? So what was the big game changer? Yeah, I was crying and the, the father, I said, Lord, I just want to give my life to you. I'm fed up of this life. I was having money, drugs in my pocket. And I was, I wanted to commit suicide twice. Uh, I said, Lord, it's like, it was, I was fed up. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, the Lord didn't let me commit suicide. And, Thank uh, God. I said, I said, uh, I just want to give my life to you. And the following day I met one who became a good friend of mine. 
He used to work for TFL and uh, he was a street preacher. Wow. He was in, he was preaching in Oxford Circus mm. in London. And I was always just upside down there. there. I was so just, you just prayed the prayer. You said, God, I want to give my life to you. And the following then day. the next day you I ran heard, into this yeah, crazy street preacher. I heard him. Who wants to give to life to Jesus? Come on. And I was just, it was like, like, like a, a, a magnetic force. He was attracting me and I went to, to him straight away. Even wow. if I didn't want to. I just went straight to him. So and he was God's I, secret agent. Yeah. On the ground, ready to meet you. Yeah. yeah Rendezvous arranged yeah. by Jesus. So I said to him, I said, I, I just accept the Lord Jesus as my, I said, the, the, the commitment prayer. Mm-hmm. So after I, I, I received Jesus, my Lord and Savior, uh, yeah, definitely. I was, I, the, straight away, I, I, I knew I need drugs mm-hmm. and everything, but I couldn't do like dodgy thing to, to have them or, right. because I was feeling like, said, Lord, I don't want to, I don't want even food. Even if I, I used to spend all my money in casino. Mm-hmm. I couldn't like going still on sandwich. I give him right. because I end up like doing this kind of yeah, things. Yeah, of course. Because addiction to the, yeah. Who says it's so not the, gonna... the addiction wins over everything, including food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everything, everything. Mm-hmm. Because you don't have money. Even yeah. you have money, it's you, you're not gonna have. You're yeah. gonna be gone. True. In casino right now, you have money, and in maybe whoa, in two minutes, you don't have money. It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. So you you knew something had happened. You felt different. You didn't want to steal a sandwich anymore. You still craving drugs, or uh, from then? So from then, uh, from then, I, I, I said, uh, you know, I, I wanted to go. In five years, I didn't went home only one week. It was my best friend wedding, and to be honest, I, I, I always wanted to go back. For like holidays, but mm-hmm. I all the time I, I used to end up having no money, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like the the evil used to tell me, "How how are you gonna go back home? Because you, you have two two nieces. You need to go with something. You need oh, to buy them okay. any presents." And I so was there's saying, always an excuse. Always an excuse. Yeah. Oh, he, but I could hear his voice. Mm-hmm. How are you gonna go there? You are nothing. You're gonna go there with no 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 toys with no nothing. And I always used to say, "Oh yeah yeah." That's true. That's true. I can't. I don't want to go. So you were agreeing with the devil, really? Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah. I used to hear his voice as well wow. so many times. Like, proper voice. Wow, man. Proper voice. That's I'm heavy. telling you, it's like even when I was in jail and I started to, even I remember when I ended up in jail, I was in my knee. But do you know how it was? Because when I got arrested, when so, so so let me let me start from the from, from the beginning. Um, so after I accept the Lord Jesus, yeah. I said, you know, I'm gonna call my mother, mom. Please buy me a ticket. I wanna come home. Mm. So I went home. Everything was nice. I got baptized. Wow. Born again. Yeah, yeah. I was feeling so happy. I was just doing like courses, stay locked up in my in my in my room. I didn't want to go anywhere. So, yeah, so... These guys... Por favor. Yes, sorry about that, guys. And... Um, <clears throat> I end up... I end up... Uh, uh, loving the Lord so much. I start, I start fresh again. New job as a chef in a good restaurant, Spanish restaurant. Mediterranean food was perfect. 
and um, the moment my car was broken and I was I went to work I remember I went to work like walking and I, I was I was crossing on the traffic lighter it was green mm-hmm. so when I was crossing one lady came with a car and she didn't saw me and she hit me with the car you know oh, wow. and I was, I was just flying like four meters and I, my back was broken oh, wow. know, for months I stayed with just wearing a Brace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't. He said, the doctor said, you know, you don't need operation, but you need to. Otherwise, because it was a crack. Now here. Fracture. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was 80, 84 uh, days from the medical institute I received. Wow. So, yeah. What do you think? I start again. Oh. Drinking, fighting, drugs yeah. every day. So I said, you know, I'm going to go Portugal. <laughs> a friend of mine said to me, go come Portugal. I have some friends, uh, mm-hmm. owners, restaurants, owners, you can come and you can work there. So it's mm-hmm. going to be perfect. So I end up there, but um, my father died after one week when I was there. So I said, you know, I'm going to go to the funeral, you know. So when, uh, when I took the plane, I used to have uh, from Faro, Faro, uh, Portugal, Portugal. I supposed to fly to, uh, to uh, Gatwick, from Gatwick mm-hmm. to Timisoara, you know. But uh, to, to get week when I did my check-in, they arrested me for what I did in 2018. Ah. So see, I was I was they caught uh, up with you. They they, they tried to they tried to uh, they knew about me. Mm-hmm. So I was, the English are very good. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I can tell you hundred <laughs> percent. So when I got arrested, so you can, the Lord spoke with me, and I remember when He spoke. With because I was in the, in the police station yeah. in Harringay. Mm-hmm. I was in the police station in Harringay. I was I got arrested. I said, Lord, please, I asked for, for one, one of a uh, lady officer. I said, uh, can you, uh, can I have a Bible? Yeah, of course. She, she came with a Bible. I started wow. to do, I said, Lord, I, it doesn't matter how, how long I'm going to stay here because I did so many times before and I wasn't caught. So even I just want to stay, I just want to change my life. After maybe half an hour, 40 minutes, the captain from the police station called me to the, before the interview, you know, mm-hmm. he said, come Vlad, Vlad, listen, uh, I wasn't living in London since one year, you know, mm-hmm. he said to me, Vlad, uh, are you living in, on this postcode? It was, um, I was, uh, my postcode was in East Croydon in that period. So I said, uh, you know, if you say it's okay, we're going to release you and you can go back to airport. We can let you back to the airport and you can fly. I was like, how oh, come these guys, they're going to let me? <laughs> because I knew what it I shouldn't be allowed to go free, yeah. And the Lord spoke with me. He said, listen, you can go and you can live your, your, your sinful life. Wow. Exactly these words he spoke with me. He said, listen, Vlad, you can go and you can live your sinful life right now. Mm-hmm. Or you can stay, you can change your life and be a, a, a truly disciple of mine. Wow, nice. So I said, I said to them, do you know what, Captain, I can't, I can't, uh, because I don't live in that, on that postcode since one year. I said, you know, if you, if you, you are telling me you don't live, we need to keep it, you're going to be arrested. I said, yeah, it's fine. Well, arrest me. What in the, arrest me. Yeah. So after I did the interview and I said everything that I done. Wow. I said it was like even the inspector he 
really? So far, she said, yeah. Because before I was a senior and I know what I did. I need to so you just told them everything? I told what I did there. Yeah. Wow. What I did, That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, so it was like, praise the Lord. Yeah. Hmm. So then you stayed some time on remand, presumably, and then they took yeah, you to well, court. Yeah, I stayed, um, I was like one month in remand. And in that time, did you feel like you had a relationship with Jesus that was actually beginning to move somewhere? Yeah, 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 definitely. Tell me about that. It's like, um, I was feeling so, so, so full of joy, full of love, even if I was like, because it was lockdown everywhere, mm -hmm. you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it was like 23 hours and a half locked and 50 minutes outside, 50 mm -hmm. minutes shower. So it was like, <laughs> uh, but to be honest, I was so happy because uh, I took my TV out. Mm -hmm. So no TV, no wow. nothing. I was living with one guy before, but he he got released. So because we were two in the cell. So you were like a monk in a cell, praying, yeah, yeah, reading praying, the Bible, reading Bible study, Bible study, praying, wow. finish the New Testament again, starting again, wow. again, starting again, 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 over and over. And did that? How did that affect you that time? I was so full of love, full of joy. Did you see other prisoners to talk to? Did, they, did you interact with other guys? Yeah, I used to interact with everyone. everyone so you were the Mr. Nice to, guy? Yeah, I used to go to everyone, like, you know, even Romanians. I used to go, I used to tell them, look, come, accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. And did any of them take yeah. the offer? Yeah, definitely. So come many. Come on. So many, so many. Nice. So many. So you were a prison evangelist while you were in uh, prison? Yeah, yeah, even even, even the, a lot of, like, from... from we used to have like uh, Church of England, uh -huh. uh, Pente some Pentecostals, some uh, loads of domination, uh, domination, no? Mm -hmm. And uh, they used to come to bring us, like yeah. even Catholic, even mm -hmm. this guy. I used to always and come. do services and yeah. things. Yeah, they couldn't come inside because it was with uh, COVID and mm, of course. wearing a mask. But uh, yeah, we used to chat on the on the door, you know. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, it was, it was, it was wow. It was, it was nice. And so, how long did you stay in the British prison system? Uh, one year. So one year, mm -hmm. then that was the end of COVID, or was that no, the end of no, prison? No. It was. Uh, it was in the middle of the COVID. Middle yeah. of COVID. Yeah. But your heart was now changed. Yeah, my heart was changed. Yeah. Yeah, and you, all you wanted to do was serve Jesus. Yeah, definitely. And so you came out. Did you serve more time in Romania? So I came out, it was in, in, in uh, 20, 20th of April last year, mm -hmm. 2021. And the Lord spoke with me and he said to me that he wants me to, to be full time, mm -hmm. to work for him full time wow. and to put my trust in him and uh, nothing else. So of course, they used to be, I used to have so many friends, they used to tell me, yeah, but you can do this thing. Uh, like uh, part time, you know, you, can, yeah. you need to have a job. Where you're gonna live by you. Uh, you who's gonna give you money? Your mother. It's shameful. And yeah, you know, I know. You know, yeah. At the beginning, it was affecting me. You know, after I used to smile and say, "Jesus is take care of take care of me." So and so now you are living in Timisoara for the moment yeah but you're here in ukraine what are you doing in ukraine vlad you're serving the lord like what have you been doing today we are like building a tent like a big tent 
for a massive one for refugees for refugees yeah there are so many from different cities and the other day we were we were talking in the petrol station I was buying your coffee yeah. and you told me someone spoke to you and said you were going to meet this yes yeah, someone someone spoke to me it was it was uh, was a friend was a brother in Christ and he said to me you're going to meet one preacher with 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 uh, his sister uh, his, his daughter, daughter yeah, yeah sorry his daughter and uh, of course it, it passed a couple of days maybe two days and after i met you in the car uh, okay and uh, i didn't i didn't realize at all but it suddenly dawned on you that evening in the evening time yeah when yeah. i was eating yeah yeah i was like what so I was like, and then it was the whole the Holy Spirit. It was yeah, hundred percent. It was because so I, then, was, I was like, oh my god, that was really. And cool. I, I was I wanted to tell you that night, but I was um, it wasn't that I was ashamed because there were like many brothers of us mm-hmm. sitting. But I was I wanted to be like to tell you, you know. So praise the Lord, you called me in the petrol station for the yeah, and you you bought me a coffee. So yeah. And then we prayed for you in the customs queue, didn't we? Going through the yeah, border from yeah, Romania. Definitely. That was very cool. And that was really lovely. There was some prophetic words from the other guys as well, wasn't yeah. there? Which is really good. So what's your dream now, Vlad? Here you are. You're on the the first step of the rest of your life. What is your dream? Mm, I want to serve the Lord. Honestly, every day it's like I, I, I'm feeling like I, I need to do more and more and more. It's like I'm feeling like I'm not doing like even if maybe I'm doing it, but I want more and more. And uh, it's like I think for anyone listening, if you see Vlad around, one of the things that will immediately strike you is he is such a servant. He serves everybody. He's a great chef. He cooks food, but he doesn't just cook food. He clears up. He well, he serves the food first of all, and makes you feel very special. And then he clears up, and he's just this amazingly servant-hearted guy. And you can see God's hands all over him. So, everyone listening, if you are someone who knows Jesus, you should pray for Vlad that God will use him mightily, because I absolutely believe he's going to. But also, if you are listening. Um, Vlad, do you have any message for someone who might be listening to this who hasn't yet taken that step of inviting Jesus or surrendering their lives to Jesus? Yes, definitely. Uh, to be honest, I have, I have, a, I have a couple of words to, to to tell you. First of all, I know because I know you're listening to us, so I just want to say there is hope, and hope is Jesus. And I know maybe you have some problems, mental problems, or so many problems that you can't talk with no one because you can't. I'm telling you, I used to have problems. I couldn't say. I was ashamed. I was, I did that. I, I did, even my best friends, I couldn't tell them, you know? Mm-hmm. So just, there is hope. Jesus is hope. Yeah. Is the, 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 the only, I tried all of them. It, it's, it's not going to help you. Yeah. It's not going to help you. Only the Lord. Give your life to Jesus. And give your and believe in your heart when you are saying. Just make the commitment prayer. Say you can have your own words, and you can say, "Father, you know I, I'm, I know I'm a sinner, 
prove to me that that you exist, mm-hmm. Jesus, come into my life mm-hmm. with your own words. It's not like, and I promise everything is gonna change. It's gonna be changed. Come on, Vlad. It's been great to talk to you. Thank you for sharing your story with us. And um, guys, have an amazing rest of this week and may God just keep smiling all over you. And if you don't know him, just really take this message to heart and don't put it off for some day when you're old and grey, but make that your your first priority to surrender your heart to him today. God bless you. Take care. Thanks, Vlad.